Genesis 16 and 12 tonight, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. I want to begin tonight to look at the truth of Jesus and the lie of Muhammad. I'm going to start out and tell you right now that Muhammad is not a truth. Muhammad, Allah, is Satan inspired. There is only one truth, and that truth is Jesus Christ this evening. You know, we're just this past week here in the United States, the last couple of days, we see bombs going off, we see stabbings happening, all as a result of Islam. It could even be said that we're bringing these people in, which we are. We're bringing ISIS in with a sword behind their back to try to conquer this nation, to conquer the world for the nation of Islam. You know, first of all, we need to understand they are they are, they are descendants of the Arabian people which come from Ishmael, you could say. You know, we know how Ishmael came into existence. Ishmael was a work of the flesh. When Sarah and Abram did fail to believe God for the son of promise. You know, they failed to believe God for His promise. And they thought they could drop ahead of God and help God to fulfill His promise. But folks, let me tell you tonight, you can't hit, when God gives you a promise, let me tell you right there, God don't need your help. Uh, what happened right there, they thought they could take the, the promise of God into their own hand. And, and it resulted in the birth of Ishmael, who was a work of the flesh. Isaac was, uh, was to come by Sarah. Ishmael come by Hagar, the bondwoman. And, you know, we know what happened in, you know, the, the Arabian people will try to tell you that Ishmael was the promise, but Ishmael was not the promise. If you look in the book of Matthew, you know, in the generation of Jesus, there's no mention of Ishmael. I'll read Matthew 1 and 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. Abraham beget Isaac, and Isaac beget Jacob, and Jacob beget Judas and his brethren. You can even look in the book of Luke, and you'll find there's nowhere in the genealogy from Abraham to Jesus is Ishmael ever mentioned as a son of promise. The great nation of Israel is the promise of God for now, and for all of eternity. Folks, let's just get it down to the level of what's going on. We're a nation tonight that wants to be, that's trying to appease this false religion, this demon-inspired religion. And I'm going to just state here, true Christians, we worship the true and living God. We worship Jesus Christ. And but I'm going to tell you, Allah and Muhammad have nothing to do with Jesus Christ. In fact, the word Allah would come from the biblical so-called Babylonian deity chosen by Muhammad. You know, it has no relation to the God of this Bible, by the way. Let us understand that Allah 
I believe this is probably actually a demon spirit that Muslims will begin to cry out to and pray to. You think about it. What would make them put bombs on their kids and train them up to go out and blow up things like that and purposely try to kill people? You think about how wicked this is. You know, right here in Genesis 16 and 12, he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man. And his and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. You know, these predictions describe the Arabian people perfectly. They describe the Muslim world perfectly. They cannot get along with anyone in the world. And they cannot even get along even among themselves. You know, we think about, you hear the term jihad, and it's taught in their Quran, and it's taught in their Hadith. They're, the Quran and the Hadith, the two books that the Muslims really get into, are filled with aberrations of war, jihad, killing, and many other acts of extreme violence. They believe, as you will see, that according to Muhammad, Torture, beheading, mutilation are all honored by God. Folks, that's not honored by God. And we want to bring this into the United States and call it a religion of peace. It's not a religion of peace. How, let me give you a quote in one of the books I'm reading from right now that is quoted in the Hadith, what Muhammad said. He said, By Allah, though I'm the apostle of Allah, Yet I do not know what Allah doeth will do to me. You know, right here, even this prophet, this false prophet, Muhammad, questioned his own salvation. They even considered him the greatest prophet of Allah. They couldn't have no real assurance of what would happen to them that day. I want you to think about this. Believers tonight, if you're bought in the blood of Jesus Christ, we've got an assurance of heaven. But even their great prophet, their so-called great prophet, was unsure about his own salvation. Well, I can tell you what happened to him. I'll tell you what happened to Muhammad. He's burning in hell, flat and simple. You know, the Quran, translated by N.J. Daywood, he states this, that the Quran plainly states to make war on unbelievers and Hypocrites, false Muslims, and deal right rigorously with them. That's Surah 9 and 7, 3. He said, in all, at least 69 general and detailed exhortations to violence are given to the Muslims in the Quran. And it's unlike the other religions, the faithful Muslim is called upon to engage in an ongoing fight for the conversion and domination of the entire world under Islam. 
Violence is not only acceptable in this war, but according to the law of jihad, it is mandatory. The Quran bluntly states fighting is obligatory for you. Surah 2, 2.16 Folks, now let me ask you. How in the world can we bring, try to promote this as a religion of peace when their own book declares different? Mr. Muslim, if you're listening tonight, I want to declare that Jesus Christ is the only truth. I want to declare that Jesus Christ is the assurance. Jesus Christ is the way of salvation. We are saved by grace. Jesus said they would come in an hour trying to keep, thinking they'd do God's services killing men, but they know not the Father nor me. Folks, and we're bringing this in. We're bringing this into play right here. You know, we begin to see about old Ishmael. He began to mock Isaac, the seed of promise. Sarah told Abraham, get him out of the house and God said, send him going. God back say, uh, upped on it and said, take him on out. Send him going. Let's go in right here. Let's find this. Right here. We'll, we'll get there later. At the birth of Isaac, what began to happen? The bondwoman and her son. And he began to mock. And began to come against. You know what? Genesis 21 and 9 said, And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which had borne unto Abraham mocking. Wherefore she had said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son and her bondwoman shall not be heir with my son Isaac. If it was a le- listen, right here you see the conflict that was beginning with the work of the flesh and the work of the spirit. If, uh, the spirit will put it like that, or the work of faith. It would be Ishmael, if he would have been allowed to stay, Ishmael would try to have, or would have murdered Isaac. Folks, what I'm trying to put out right now is, this is a spiritual warfare we're in. Whether the nation wants to believe it or not, whether people want to get a hold of it or not, what we're fighting against is what Paul talked about. Into the book of Ephesians. Let's turn, if you have your Bibles this evening, let's turn to Ephesians chapter 4. I believe that's where it is. Somewhere, let me find what I'm looking for right here. But anyway, one cannot, Ephesians chapter 6, I'm in. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning in verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Right here refers, we're talking about what we're in right now. We're in a spiritual battle right now. We're in a spiritual war. Folks, let me tell you, the na- Islam is inspired and it is controlled by Satan. Yeah. Anything other than Jesus Christ is controlled by Satan. But Islam is evil. In fact, their prophet Muhammad was supposed to have went into trances in a cave, foaming out the mouth, where an angel stood before him and told him to start Islam. Folks, let me get get it right there. We'll go later on. We'll get deeper into that. But I want to tell you who would probably appear to Muhammad. Who would appear to that prophet would have been Satan himself. And we want to call this good. We want to call it good when they're building bombs blowing up in our nation, taking knives, hollering, Allah Akbar. Let me tell you, we're in a spiritual warfare. These things, this right here, this nation of Islam, Muhammad, Allah, is all from the pits of hell tonight. Yeah, I don't back off of it. I'm not politically correct. I'm biblically correct. Let me tell you, those that's listening, Allah's not going to get you to heaven. Muhammad's not going to get you eternal life. Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. What is that name? The name of Jesus Christ. John 3 and 3. Let's see what says right Jesus told Nicodemus. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There you go. Let's go on. People don't realize. John 10. In verse 1. And let's start right there. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He who enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow. For they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spoke Jesus unto them, but they understand. Understood not what things that they were he spoken. And Jesus goes on. Here's where he goes on to say right here. Then said Jesus unto them, again, verily, verily, I say unto you. He said that word verily twice like he did in verse 1. Take notice. I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever come before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and he shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy, that I come that they may have life 
and the source may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his his life for his sheep. Uh oh, right. Here we go. Here we go. Right here. He gives the explanation. Jesus said, I'm the door. He said, you go any other way, you ain't nothing but a thief and a robber. You ain't going to enter that way. The only way you enter in is through him. We said, that devil will be out there trying to steal. That devil's inspiring these false religions. That devil's out there making people strap bombs on their back for his name's sake. Listen, the shepherd, the good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Understand me here, folks. I don't know about you, but I'd rather believe a God who would pay the price for me and would go to the cross for me than a God that says, I've got to strap on a bomb and blow myself up to inherit eternal life. Here's what makes it different. Islam says you've got to work your way up to the level of God. But Christianity says God came down to our level. Let me tell you, I'm getting ready to close out this part one of this here for just a little bit. But I want you to know there ain't but one truth, and that truth is Jesus Christ. In any other way, is inspired by the pits of hell. Folks, I'm going to tell you, yeah, the, the political correct society says, accept the nation of Islam. But I want you to know Islam ain't got good intentions for you on it. Islam's after looking out for Islam. It's just trying to conquer. I want you to know tonight, but Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth. Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life. Jesus Christ is the only answer. And let me tell you something. You may reject Jesus Christ. If there's a Muslim listening to me right now, let me tell you. You may think I'm crazy. You may not believe what I'm saying, but I promise you every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that He is Lord. Even your great prophet Muhammad will confess He is Lord. One of these days, He's coming back. And we bring this in to our country thinking it's alright. Folks, let me tell you, it's not alright. Folks, we better understand we're in a spiritual warfare and we better understand Jesus Christ is the truth tonight. Muhammad is a lie. Muhammad is a false way. Muhammad is inspired by Satan. Allah is inspired by Satan. Let me tell you, if it's any other way than Jesus Christ and the cross, it's of the devil. Amen. Folks, let's be on the war. Let's be on our knees before God. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. Let's glorify that King of kings and the Lord of lords and exalt His name tonight. I don't care what Mr. Obama says. I don't care what Hillary Clinton says or any other political official says. Let me tell you, Islam is not a religion of peace. Islam is an inspiration of hell. It was inspired by the pits of hell. It is influenced by the pits of hell, and it's been run by the pits of hell. And let me tell you, that's going to answer to the King of kings and the Lord of lords one of these days. Let's be on guard. Let's understand the time that we're living. This is reality. We're in a spiritual battle. It is a war. Folks, I hope and pray you have a good night. 
Let's seek Jesus. Let's call out on His name. Heavenly Father, we come before You tonight, Lord, and we ask You, God, to touch, Lord. Father, tonight I pray, Lord, that You just move, Lord, in a mighty way, Lord. Have Your way, Father God. Lord, we glorify You, Father, for everything You've done. Lord, we ask You, God, to move, Lord. Let us wake up to the truth of the gospel in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good night.